and go. Sixteen times the detail. It just works. <laughs> I want to get to King of the Crystal Skull sixteen times. The disappointment. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? If you hear that buttery voice in your ear, that's me, Sebastian. It's Fulcrum Entertainment time. What time is it, guys? It's Fulcrum Entertainment time. It's three forty-three here on the East Coast, actually. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> We're already started it off with the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Fulcrum Report, episode 102. Make some noise. There you go. I didn't hear anything from you, Harrison. I think he's muted himself. Yep, I think he did. Yeah, no, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I was clicking around. I'm trying to, uh, you know, be considerate. <laughs> That's Harrison making some noise right there. Harrison's non-making noise. Anyways, guys, welcome to our weekly podcast here on the Fulcrum Entertainment channel. Uh, before we start the, the video, if you guys wouldn't mind, please subscribing. Our goal is 400 by February. We see the number going up, up, up every single day, and we really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, if you guys have been before the 400, why don't you give us a shout-out down below? Uh, we want to give a huge shout-out to Dale Erdman. We know <laughs> our number one fan on the channel um and then don't forget to bell notification and uh yeah comment below let us know what you think of today's topics we're gonna talk some bethesda indie ubisoft star wars and uh nicholas cage willie's wonderland i'm i'm extremely excited uh but like i said i'm your host sebastian you guys can follow me on instagram and twitter at Revan winter soldier gilbert welcome to the show sir uh, yes, thank you for having me, Seb. And uh, yeah, as you said, my name is Gilbert. You guys can all follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. And yeah, I, I can't wait to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's the movie. Basically, right? <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me, Seb. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Glad to have the Fulcrum well. Report back. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, no, no, I'm super psyched about it. And uh, yeah, no, this this movie seems to have some like fun advertising to it. There's like motion character posters that they kind of seem to be going all out and giving it a fun kind of cheesy vibe. They know it's cheesy as hell, but it's also going to be a good time. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm definitely excited for that one. But uh, welcome back, Gilbs. Absolutely. <clears throat> all right. We are sponsored today by Raid Shadow Legends. It's the one and only crazy Uncle Harrison. It's, he's a five-star, everyone. <laughs> I, I am a five-star. However, uh, you cannot ascend me um, because that dungeon will never open. <laughs> <laughs> That's some deep... <laughs> <rage shattering>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Kids, this is what they don't tell you about Raid Shadow Legends. It takes over your life. Not even once. <laughs> they draw you in with the the tiggle biddies and you save for <laughs> the microtransactions. <laughs> Welcome back, Harrison. Where can we follow you? And then uh, why don't you tell them about our Discord really quick? Okay, so if you want to follow me, go onto Twitter, go look for at Harrison Bullman, or go onto Instagram and also look for at Harrison Bullman. And uh, if you want to come and just hang out with all of us as a collective, uh, go into the description of this video and go find our Discord link. It's where we're all hanging out. We discuss what we're going to come up soon on the show. We talk about what did happen in the show, um, and we make mistakes and we laugh at Seb. Oh, and fan art. We need fan art as well. I mean, Seb says he needs fan art. I personally can live without it, yeah, but Seb has needs. PG-13 fan art, everybody. We need safe for work stuff. <laughs> Let's give a big old crazy Uncle Harrison howdy to our brand new guest. Howdy there, son. How you been? We have him from the Technical Cake Mix channel. It's the one, the only, Adam. It's our first, like, uh, you're the first other YouTube channel guest we've had today. Yeah. <laughs> or, or not today, uh, ever, I think. <laughs> so welcome, sir. Thank you for uh, hopping on our podcast. Thanks for letting me ruin your show. 
<laughs> Why don't you uh, give us a quick intro to yourself uh, and then let us know uh, where we can find you on YouTube and social medias. Yes, yeah, so I am Adam. I run the channel Technical Cake Mix. Um, my whole shtick is I take something um, and critique it, carrying any criticisms with humor because eh, things were simpler 10 years ago. Um, you can find me on youtube.com slash Technical Cake Mix or Twitter uh, at Tech Cake Mix. You can also I... find me on Facebook, but like, what are you, a boomer or something? Get off that thing. Get off that thing. Right. <laughs> Remember, kids. Your parents passed school without Google. <laughs> Minions, thumbs up. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, no, but thank you so much, Adam, for showing up. And uh, I'm really excited to hear your insight. Uh, everybody go subscribe to his channel. I've checked it out myself, and uh, I'm really digging the yeah, videos over here. So 50 odd, 250 more. I made a, th sorry, a promise, not a threat. Um, back in March of last year, when I hit 1,000, I will do Shadow the Hedgehog which until recently was one of my most requested games. So um, go make it happen, and I will suffer for you a bit more. Oh, I thought Shadow the Hedgehog was the title of your OnlyFans video that you're releasing. Oh, no, that one is um, Shadow the Anus. It's like Shadow the Clock. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing part is the way he got the branching story paths from the game into oh, yeah. his book. Yeah, yeah. It's like you think of the, you the good <laughs> route, the neutral route, and the villain route. The villain route is like sponsored by Bad Dragon. Um, the good route wants by Adam and Eve, and the neutral route is just you make do with what's in the kitchen. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Shadow the Hedgehog. That's for uh, what are you gonna check it out on? That's Xbox, right? Uh, GameCube. I'm gonna use the GameCube version. Okay, I think I have the Xbox version. Why don't we? Uh, you, you're gonna do a video on that. I'll I'll go ahead and plug that in and check it out, and uh, maybe we'll meet back up in the in the middle and do a little crossover thing. Maybe, maybe it's supposed to be absolutely. I remember playing as a kid, not thinking it was that bad, but everyone has since said it was kind of bollocks and uh it's in that whole sonic adventure family of games and i am probably the biggest dreamcast simp that i know uh and <laughs> i will tell you that sonic adventure one and two and i'm going to leave into the microphone and say this because some people need this in their ears they are bad games you're ruining the Sonic franchise <laughs> don't you understand your actions have consequences sonic adventure 2 is bad and even the cow garden is bad and you should Wait, feel holy bad. Shit. Adam, are you that little kid with the Mario backpack? Me? No, I. Are you grown up? Okay, like you're no, the, you, you You've grown up, everyone. If you, if you look up that, <laughs> you look up there. You see that? You see what that sign says? It says Dreamcast. Yeah, this is coming from the Dreamcast guy. This is coming from the guy with uh, the Dreamcast collection. <laughs> they are bad games. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, let's get into today's episode for Fulcrum Report 102. We have our first topic. It is going to be, <clears throat> well, we got this pretty cool announcement uh, last week. I, I kind of brushed it off because I assumed it was, uh, we got the Lucasfilm Games uh, rebranding basically over at Disney Lucasfilm. Yeah. And, uh, and then, which is kind of a neat thing. Uh, I, I personally, and this is kind of the internet's, uh, internet's overall opinion but like yeah i i miss lucas arts but whatever that's that's a, a gone dead kind of licensing thing um but uh yeah lucas phil game used to be the original title that they did back in the day so i'm, I'm okay with it Sebastian, um, yeah now is the only reason you miss lucas arts because you miss the logo you mean that? i know those animations were sweet and I know they made like a different one for all the games, but yeah. is that the only reason you miss LucasArts? No, I, I just grew up in like the golden era of Star Wars. You know what I mean? In Star Wars gaming. <laughs> I, Kotor, I remember KOTOR 2, Battlefront, the original Battlefront, Battlefront 2. Empire at War, Lego uh, Star, you know. Force Unleashed. Uh, uh, X-Wing, well, whole X-Wing series. Oh, you're right. Jedi Academy. You had uh, Outcast. You had that entire Jedi series. Uh, fucking dark forces. Uh, oh, shadows of the empire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, personally, I'm upset that not a single Monkey Island game. I knew you were going to say I personally have never played the Monkey Island. One. Never played. Um, didn't and, even know that existed. And, for the and time. is like one of the greatest things in my whole gaming history. Was playing through Grim Fandango. 
<laughs> you know, I was thinking about actually maybe streaming some of those on the channel. So if anybody's interested, I was th I was like, you know, one of the only LucasArts games I think I'd ever touched were the non-Star Because I was even thinking about Thrillville. I played Thrillville, y'all. Those were some pretty dope games. <laughs> <laughs> when you were the age. Wasn't Grand huh? Fandango Monkey Island, was that Tim Schafer? Yeah, Tim Schafer, who then went on to Double Fine. So like Double Fine... Like, oh, you having money. Yeah. Yeah, he, he fun, like bought Grim Fandango back. Fun thing about Tim Schafer, do you know it's an anagram for uh, Mr. Shitface? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this guy. I like oh, this right. guy. Yeah, see, I told I told you what I said. <laughs> uh, All right. So um we got the trailer um like the day before our big announcement which we're gonna talk about in a second but i, I kind of wrote it off it just basically showed all the ea games the lego games kind of the stuff we've already got and i was like okay they're basically putting it under one umbrella and they're saying look this is you know these are all the you know nothing new to show for i didn't really care about the trailer mm. until the next day it all started making sense we got our first teaser from uh, Bethesda and uh, who, is it Machine Games? It is Machine Games, the Mad Men who brought back Wolfenstein. And to say I'm excited is an understatement. And I really dig those Wolfenstein games too. I, I'm a huge fan of the new Doom. And uh, I feel like those Wolfenstein games are uh, just like the new Dooms are, you know, very like akin to the classic ones. If you're a big fan of like, and then even like, Return to Castle it even scratches those itch for me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to shoot it off to uh, Fulcrum Gilbs first. But uh, my personal opinion, I'm, I'm stoked for an indie game. But for some dumb reason, I need it to be first person. I need a first person Indiana Jones game. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, I felt like machine. Can go into it. Sounds like a terrible game. <laughs> not when it's m-rated and and it you're plucking from all the you know the very r-rated things in those pg-13 movies back in the, they weren't even pg-13 i think they were g but i'm talking about like guys getting thrown into propellers and like nazis being melted alive like i want to kind of you know if machine games is taking care of it i gotta see sip, some of that sci-fi stuff sip. All right, I just want to say, I want to point out, in both of those scenes you just said, Indiana Jones, he wasn't looking at either of those things. <laughs> in both scenes of those... No, Indiana Jones shoved the guy into the propeller well, thing. No, no, no. The guy was standing over. He punched him to the ground, and Indiana Jones, he sees, he sees the propeller coming, he covers his eyes, and the guy gets hit by... You know, I, you want to talk Indiana Jones, son, I will talk to Indiana Jones. <laughs> they shower scene it. They did, like, the psycho shower scene where you don't actually see the knife going in, but you think you do. Exactly. And, and like, yeah, and he even pulls away. He's like, oh, God, I don't want to see this, and he, and he turns away. So I'm like, yeah, and do you know what, Seb? That, that would look like Sounds like a horror. So are you saying first, our first person game would be indie looking away from all these amazing things I want to see? Basically, yes. It'd be him putting his hands in front of it so we don't have to see it. <laughs> yeah, the Temple of Doom was part of the reason why the PG-13 uh, rating came into existence. So I can't imagine them going past team, deeper team. See, that's exactly what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, ooh, I want some Temple of Doom stuff up in here. Um, okay, I want to shoot. <laughs> Not but go right. ahead. Uh, so I'm going to shoot it over to you, Gilbs. I want to hear your first impressions. But to throw a little, <laughs> a little cog in your big cogs, uh, I just heard a, an announcement today that uh, they're hiring somebody for microtransactions for this. So I'm going to need you to also, yeah, what the hell is going on with that? Mm -hmm. Okay, well... Well, first of all, I mean, yeah, I was probably just like you when I first started seeing this. I'm like, what the hell? Lucas knew from Lucas Bone Game. Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I, I was excited as hell because I'm, I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, could, I think I could look forward to it if it's a third-person game. I don't want to see no first-person nothing. Like, we already saw what happens with Cyberpunk. I, I think we know it. <laughs> let's, just, let's give us a third-person game and call it a day. And my only reason I'm wanting a uh, a third person is or a first person is because I I'm afraid for them to step out of their wheelhouse because then you do get cyberpunk things you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I'm like okay they obviously hired these guys I'm looking at the resume right now they have Wolfen they did all the Wolfenstein games as well uh, it's just Wolfenstein basically <laughs> yeah they were formed um. Sorry, the, the id software dork here. Um, they were formed based as kind of a B team of old id software and 3D realms guys. 
So to really kind of get an idea of what they've done before then, it's going to be uh, id Software stuff, so Rage, Doom 3, uh, yeah. King, going back that route. Hmm. They've got some experience doing platforms back in like the 80s and stuff, but not really so, anything recently. So then it could be a first-person shooter, but I just don't know how, that was gonna, how that's going to be, dude. Like, you have a whip in one okay. hand, you have a gun in the next hand. I, I, I don't know, man. I can um, okay. You can mess with some of the World War II guns and things like that. I also imagine him using like a bazooka and things like this. Like, all right, guys. Here's a messed up idea. What if it's a VR game? Why would you say that? <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I've been noticing a lot of Star Wars games that like have been <laughs> VR game. You saw Vader Immortal. Uh, there was the Galaxy's Edge one. Like, they've been they've just, for whatever reason they've been toying around with VR for a while and. The fact that we didn't get to see anything from this, they didn't really mention any details of it. It and the fact that there's a camera and a whip and there's no, but we don't actually see a character model. I'm thinking, we're, oh my god, oh my god, we're getting Pokemon. No, we're getting Pokemon Snap version of Indiana Jones, and then you're gonna be <laughs> on the, you're gonna be on the cart, the cart ride. Oh god! Like from Temple of Doom, and then god. as you're going through, you're gonna have your camera, and you gotta take. It's gonna be like the Indiana take, Jones ride at Disney. Or the snakes, yeah, and then you got to get the Nazis to do funny things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, I don't know. It, you know what I'm saying though. And then like, yeah. So uh, and then absolutely talking about that. Um, yeah, the, their wheelhouse is first person. Are they gonna decide this time to? I mean, they could pull a, a what do you call it too? Uh, the guys that did the uh, it's forgettable. That's why I don't. Um, <laughs> that Jedi, that Jedi game that came out last year. Oh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the guys are time for respawn. Yeah, yeah, they went third person and they did excellent. So I'm like, it could be one of those. I mean, or, it in the path of an RPG. At least we forget they did both Wolfenstein and Doom one and two RPG. So yeah, yeah, that's another thing too. Um, with microtransactions, I'm also thinking there might be like a a multiplayer esque element. Um, but like a World War II kind of like treasure hunter adventure type multiplayer kind probably, of probably game along mode. the lines of like uh, what's it called Uncharted. I'm also thinking like maybe like you know how Doom has that like monster mode from uh, Doom Eternal where it's like oh it, it's one Doom hunter versus or Doom Slayer versus like two demons. And you kind of get to pick your demons and things like that. I imagine maybe it's like a team of treasure hunters versus like a squad of Nazis, or maybe a co-op thing. Oh no, God, please don't be like a Left 4 Dead co-op game. <laughs> uh, I'm reading on this microtransaction thing. I'm, I'm trying to work out: is it machine games that are hiring, or is it Lucasfilm that's hiring? Because it, that'd be interesting. Because machine games, their most recent games, none of them had multiplayer. They're just focused on doing a good single-player game. Uh, I will try and get you that info. I saw a video on it earlier. Oh, uh, like, you know, the other announcement with that, besides the Indiana Jones one, it would make more sense for those other people, given their track record. Oh, I believe What Culture uh, uh, covered it today. So I will get you that information. Um, Harrison, what are you thinking with this? What are your very first thoughts? Well, it's interesting that they've been talking about microtransactions because, like, the thing that kind of shocked me when I saw this trailer is how much it looks like a mobile game. Like, that oh, thing no. about, like, that where the camera sweeps across and you see the passport with Bethesda on it, it looks like something out of a hidden object game. And I was like, one, I was annoyed they didn't tell us. Holy shit, what if they're making, like, a point-and-click adventure? Like I mean, we, we're talking Monkey Quest, right? What if Bethesda Monkey Quest. games <laughs> or, or Monkey Island? I mean, uh, but <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, there were point and click uh, Indiana Jones adventure games from Lucasfilm okay. way back in the day. Um, so yeah, that would be amazing to see again. Like that would be incredible. That would be all, like potentially one of the most daring things I think a game uh, developer could do, like in this day and age. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm not convinced they would do something so daring and and again I, what i've seen is just a bit generic and i'm very wary of uh, indiana jones games i'm very skeptical of your idea for the first person indiana jones although i do agree that if we had some resident evil 7 style um sequences from temple of doom now nah, i'd be quite happy yeah no and then i'm all... Go ahead. okay and then i imagine the tagline being this become or what what is it going to be be indie 
Was the tagline a terrible Wii game they released? And a terrible Batman game, to my knowledge. <laughs> no, there's an Indiana Jones game on Wii. Oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't a Batman game. It was a tank simulator. No, no. All right. What was that game on Wii? Hang on, Indiana Jones Wii. It was. Indiana I don't know. Jones I imagine Batman. a first, like I don't know. There could be some fun sequences, like whipping through things in first person, or like running from uh, some traps or balls in first person. Puzzles. I think that's it because like Indiana Jones, I feel like an Indiana Jones game should be really based around adventure and moving around mm -hmm. um, you know, and getting through these temples. It, the game you're describing to me sounds like Mirror's Edge. Um, exactly. That is not a good thing. No, it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want it to have to be like an endless like rudder type of deal. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, more like I, personally, my experience of playing first person games when you do uh, platforming, it, it feels really wrong. It doesn't feel very satisfying as a uh, game mechanic, you know. Whereas, like when you can see something third person, it feels much better. And I'd I'd rather see Indiana Jones in third person. I'd rather have some sort of not quite Assassin's Creed, but like a nice uh, like movement system based around getting past traps that is satisfying to use like assassin's creed is satisfying to use okay i'm just so okay so when i'm imagining them to be honest okay so if we're gonna go like obvious route it's gonna be something like yeah like gilbert was saying uncharted slash um fucking tomb raider you know what i mean so my only fear is that okay yeah. so they could probably make it an all right you know what big deal like making a third person my only thing is like there's going to be some hand-to-hand -hand combat then and like are they experienced in that kind of thing you know what i mean indy's gonna use some fisticuffs a lot that's why i'm saying like i don't know why like i, I might be the only person in the entire world but like i want to see like first person indy with his fist just like just knocking people out you know what i mean and you have your revolver sometimes and uh, the, the thing, I think like first person melee combat is so awful. Like the only game where I feel where it worked was condemned because it was meant to feel awful. <laughs> you know who what one has some fir fun first person uh melee combat is uh I was playing zombies today. <laughs> that one's actually quite satisfying. Uh Adam, let's hear from you. What are your thoughts on this Indiana Jones game and, and kind of what are you wanting from it slash what do you think we're gonna get? Um, I'm trying to think because I was thinking to myself like there was a really bad Indiana Jones game a few years ago called Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings on Wii. As long as it's better than that, I'm happy. Um, but here's the thing: it's machine games. Ultimately, they kind of came out of nowhere with Wolfenstein: The New Order when that was was that 2014. I think so. Around <laughs> the time, yeah. Um, they kind of came out of nowhere with that and just just drop that on. Everyone completely unexpectedly. I'm confident they know what they're going to do. Honestly, the microtransactions element of it isn't what worries me. The potential first person of it isn't what worries me. What worries me is that Todd Howard is apparently in charge of the project. <laughs> hey, but didn't you guys hear he's a big Indiana Jones fan? Apparently, there's been memorabilia spotted in the background of a lot of his videos. This guy knows indie, everyone. If you yeah, can I'm tell also that. pretty sure that Pop Pop like noodles, but doesn't mean he's a good person. <laughs> well, you, you think that, like, that you know, Todd Howard is like proud of his own work, and yet that hasn't stopped him ruining it. But it's, it's kind of like, uh, that's kind of like the person right. who like, does and sniffs their own farts. Yes, you made it, and yes, you're proud of it, but it's still a fart. <laughs> mm. Yeah, all right. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only thing that really worries me is Todd Howard's involved. Um, if it is a VR game, I'm going to cringe a bit inside because, uh, well, so background job, one of the jobs I used to have, I used to work for Oculus. I used to be a brand ambassador for the guys over there. And this oh. was during a time when they were pushing Marvel Powers United. I've been on their payroll for about two years now, so I can frankly say what I want. That game is a big load of bollocks. They knew it was a big load of bollocks, but they pushed it because people wanted to get into first-person combat as Iron Man and Hulk, and it just didn't work. First-person combat think I saw VR, some of that, yeah. Simple, does not freaking work, and they know this. Um, that's part of the reason why Star Wars they're pushing lightsaber combat because you can kind of get away with waggling it rather than trying to, yeah. Um, that's the only thing that worries me. I, I suspect they'll probably go third person with it. They'll probably hire some people design or who had work in this field. Um, as far as the trailer goes, it did reek of early, like it reeked of they just got to announce this. We'll sort of tease the trailer together quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see this till 2023, maybe even 2024. 
Machine mm-hmm. games notoriously take forever to get anything done. You know what that trailer totally reminded me of? the That first Avengers teaser we got. Yeah, yeah, like it was like a long, long time, and as long as it's better than the Avengers game, I'll be happy. <laughs> We're going to get a four-player co-op. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, RPG Indiana Jones looter shooter. As long as I get to play a short round, as long as I get to play a short round, I'm happy. Okay, Dr. Jones. <laughs> oh my god, the cosmetics. I want to see like him in like, uh, a pineapple. Like a Chiquita banana costume. Oh, the- <laughs> oh new- There's a new expansion coming out, guys. They're going to let you play as a Nazi. Oh, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, which Nazi? I want to be the guy who turns to dust at the end of the third one. It's fake hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that rapey French guy from Raiders. Well, if we get to season three, then that'll be the part two storyline. <laughs> Good lord! I just uh, I I my PlayStation demonically updated the Avengers game. You know, I go to fucking bust open Call of Duty, and it's always like, oh, you got to wait an update for the shit. And yeah, I fucking bust open Avengers, and yep, you're right up to date. And Kate Bishop's waiting for you. So uh, I was going to crack into that this morning, and I thought, oh, I'll give you guys my first reaction. So I'll hook up my, my PlayStation to a recorder, and, and uh, we'll do a, a video for you guys. I, I have no idea what I'm stepping into with that. <laughs> I feel like the last thing they will add to that is Spider-Man, just out of because they said so, and then the game will be dead. <laughs> That'll be that. Spider-Man will get shit in there. <laughs> You have some lame ass costumes for him and the the emote where he's eating pizza and then it'll be done with. So anyways, uh, the pizza time music from the uh, PS2 and GameCube game. Oh, I was just I, you, OK. You, you, <laughs> at the same time, I also want a Spider-Man 3 dance, but <laughs> only if Bruce Campbell makes a cameo, only if Bruce Campbell gets his cameo back in the new game. Uh, oh, he's the main villain at the end. <laughs> it is I, is it Major D? Oh, it was me all along, Spider Man. He's Krang the Conqueror. He transcends <laughs> time and space. All right. Isn't that from, you know, never mind. Never mind. Now, continuity. We have a zombie style multiplayer there where it's just Ash versus the Evil Dead. Ooh. See, okay, you guys saw the, there was a trailer for a new Ash. Or a Evil Dead game coming out, right? But it's gonna yes, be like a lot of Okay, is that something we want? Oh, <sighs> okay. So part of me, okay. There's one thing that's sounding off-putting to me, actually, because part of me is like, oh, a four-person like co-op, like kind of treasure dungeon type deal where you like have to like cooperatively, cooperatively like fight through like you know mummies sometimes, and depending on like which little tomb you're going through, and kind of solve all kinds of puzzles with your friends. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of fucking cool. And then may- maybe one guy has you know everyone has their own skills. The one guy has the shovel. The one guy maybe has some explosives for blowing up things. Kind of sounds awesome, except for the part where I'm like, who's being indie slash nobody's gonna be indie like. <laughs> <laughs> Is Indy like a character in a game kind of like the Disneyland ride? You know what I mean? Is he going to be like fucking Keanu Reeves just showing up and be like, hey. (laughs) Do you know what I would say actually is like my favorite Indiana Jones game that isn't an Indiana Jones game would be the isometric Lara Croft games that they put out on like Xbox Arcade. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they were fantastic games. Like, the puzzles in that were fantastic. The twin-stick shooter uh, combat was really good. And you had, like, different characters, and they, they balanced the multiple characters really well. And, like, an Indiana Jones game that's just like that, I would be incredibly happy with. Why not just make Resident Evil 4, but make Leon Indiana Jones to be done with it? Okay, no, that, no, that that's an idea. There's a good idea. <laughs> Actually, damn. Well, replace Leon with Indiana, done. Replace Ashley with Marion, done. Game, pay me. Thank you, Bethesda. <laughs> See, I'm afraid it's going to be like a predator hunting grounds kind of thing where it's like one player plays as Indiana Jones and the other four players play as a cast of comical Nazis with all that, you know, you have the smart Nazi, you have the 
Fahren Sie ins Indy, gehen Sie in Flammenwerfer. Oh my god, the voice lines would be pretty awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Who the fuck knows what we're getting, you guys? So everybody please stay tuned because uh we're gonna cover this. We're gonna cover all things <laughs> Lucas uh what are they calling this? Lucas Film Games. So um but we're gonna move on to our next uh topic, which is also Lucas Film Games. Uh I kinda like this news a bit better because I feel like for a it, it, it has scary, you know, addictations, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, this is kind of what I've been asking for on the channel for at least, you know, a year now. So we got Ubisoft's Star Wars game coming out. Uh, we all know what we're getting with Ubisoft, and it's the developer that did uh, um, uh, The Division. So I know it's not, a, a, a you know, a huge critically acclaimed game, but at the same time, I, I do understand what I'm going to kind of be getting now. And I'm, I think we're finally getting the open world Star Wars RPG thing that I've been really wanting. So uh, we're going to start backwards with Adam. Uh, is this going to be good or bad? Okay. Oh, boy. He's taking a, a big old hit of his High Republic before he starts this one. <laughs> I haven't heard that before I go into this. Ubisoft uh, kind of like John Carpenter. So John Carpenter's film career, as we know, has many ups and downs. Uh, however, the thing to note is that when he's got no money, he makes fantastic stuff. When he's got a budget in a studio, it goes to complete wank. Case in point, Escape from New York versus Escape from LA. Case in point, right. Halloween 1 versus Halloween 2. <laughs> All right. Let's look at Ubisoft's track record. No oh, yeah. budget, a bunch of kids living in their basements in France, contacts from guys living up north in Northern Europe, and you get Far Cry. It's great. Flash forward 10 years, and what the flaming shit balls is Far Cry 3, 4, 5, and all the bloody rest of them. I liked Far Cry 3. <laughs> like Far Cry 4 and 5, whatever. Far, Far Cry Prime was cool. Bits. Okay, okay, Far Cry 3 is... The people who think Far Cry 3 is a good game are the kind of people who have like Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker still on their bedroom wall. Get over it. Every single one of those goddamn games is the same thing. It's liberate area, go up tower, activate tower, congratulations, you can now fast travel to this area. Rinse and repeat ten times, congratulations, you've beaten the bloody game. The ending is always predictable. There's usually some sort of stupid multiple choice thing at the very end to make you think, oh, I've got to play this game twice. No, dummy, you've got to literally reload your save state twice right before then. I am not anticipating this to be any good. But Adam, I think you're missing the very important factor of the ecstasy levels that Star Wars can give our brains. You know what I mean? I'm going to be collecting those savers. I'm going to be getting my Jedi cloaks. Okay, okay. Now let's 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 take that the ecstasy level of Star Wars games. Yes, no, you are right. There are some very good Star Wars games. I would say under recent Star Wars games, for every Jedi Fallen Order, for every Lego Star Wars we've had, we've also had a Battlefront and Battlefront Two. And hell, for every Star Wars film we've had, for every Rogue One we've had, we've also had a Last Jedi. Mm. So skepticism is the key word I'm going in with this. Um, oh. I am not anticipating it to be any good. These are the people behind Assassin's Creed. So yeah, these are the people behind The Division. Yeah, it wasn't a bad game, it was meandering. These are the people behind the last six Far Cry games. Didn't Far Cry Prime literally use the same map as Far Cry 4 as well? I believe it yeah. did actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like these, these are people who are not known for um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We also have uh, what do you call it from them as well, uh, Watch Dogs, which is I, I personally did not like the first one. I finished it to completion, but I'm like, Ehh. I don't know. I enjoy Watch. I mean, I've been enjoying Watch Dogs Legion. I think they, I think they did pretty good on that one. I finished the first Watch Dogs. I'm sure I got my Xbox One. And I was kind of like, I got this game for free, and I sold all my money back. <laughs> I feel like yeah, yeah that's the exact experience I played it on. Yeah, I got to the end and I'm like, why did you turn into a Max Payne game at the end? What the fuck? Like, oh, the predictable plot twist is that they killed the wrong person, and this whole revenge tale is a case of mistaken identity. Oh no! 
It's like oh, yeah. Final Fantasy ending. You can stay on the island and have sex with the big titty lady, or you can go home with your friends. Oh no, it's like we focus sex with a bunch of fourteen-year-olds high on cocaine. <laughs> Sorry, I have, I have, I have opinions. I'm feeling very attacked right now. Like every, all of my favorite games are now just being torn down in front of me. It's okay. You're getting into. It's okay, Gilbert. I, I'm kind of with you. I'm wanting. I'm like, oh, maybe a Jedi. I could see a Jedi climbing up one of those towers. You know what I mean? All right. So now, actually, this brings me to an interesting point. You're right. You are. You I'm are trying to purposely irk you out of. But Adam, you actually is kind of right. Like I do. I do see your point with like the Far Cry games, like three, th- uh, three through five or whatever, and then Primal. They're all pretty much the same thing. Like. And I'll grant you that with like a few, maybe like you. Oh, you can tame animals over here now. Maybe you can like dual wield or some stupid shit. Or now you can like do like explosive air. Yeah, like I see what you're saying. Like it, it, like everything is pretty much the same with a few changes here and there, but still more or less just the same. I, one thing I think it might do is kind of along the lines of maybe like the division or like maybe Ghost Recon. Like because uh, yeah, Ghost Recon Breakpoint that was garbage but i, I kind of like the way they did wildlands and i mean that was kind of fun doing like a four a four-man squad like online i could totally see a star wars game that does that like and make it like a republic commando or something like that like you're like or yeah because i honestly i don't want another jedi game that's what i'm that's one thing like when if we're talking about like oh i want to go around an open world and be a jedi and go on quit i'm like Bleh. i already i already had that i'm like either, and if it's not another kotor game i don't care it's interesting you mentioned like Rainbow Six. I did think of one way they could make something that could blow it out of the water and be a really good multiplayer game that would kind of take the usual Ubisoft boxes without falling back on the Ubisoft problem. And that would be if they were to go down the Rainbow Six Siege route and uh, look at something like Republic Commando from back in the day. Yeah. Do something hey, like that. That would be really cool. But, but say set it maybe during the Clone Wars, maybe set it during the Empire Struggles. Something around that. I mean, hell, maybe even said if you want to like really play the Disney card, said it during the whole the whatever's going on in these new films we don't talk about very often. Um, Steve, no, they're not going to ever fucking touch that shit. If anything, it'll be set during like Mandalorian time period. Yeah, something like that where you could have like a big open world game, maybe a few people together, drop in, drop out, co op. Um, but yeah, I think that could work if they did it like Rainbow Six Siege style multiplayer with the uh, kind of the idea of being able to drop in and drop out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. As, as, as long as there isn't a tower, I hear. Yeah. But I, I, Ubisoft stop making sodding towers. Two thousand twenty-one challenge. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I'll grant you that. Like uh, Assassin's Creed games and and yeah, Far Cry games, it's it's nothing but go to this tower, reveal more map. Oh hey, look at all those collectibles I need to go get. And, and I'll grant you that. But I don't know, Ghost Recon, they did that slightly differently because yeah, there's a, just it's basically just clearing bases and shit. But I think that if, the way that you could do it is that. Like if you do it with with Star Wars, I could totally see someone being having like a squad of troopers or like a squad of rebels or something like that, and you being able to like customize them. Do you you know you all have your own little Rogue One squad and go or off on missions and do bounty stuff. hunters. Oh, that too. Yeah, you go on bounties and do, and have your own team of bounty hunters. Like everyone be one have anything maybe. Okay, so if you don't want to go Jedi, okay, so okay, we're not doing Jedi then because this these are the guys that made the division a game that you don't really you don't jump or anything. It's it's a it's like a third-person looter shooter type of deal. Exactly. Okay, I am thinking more Bounty Hunter now. The only thing is they have clearly stated it is an open-world game, and Ubisoft is the illusion, uh, the illumination entertainment of open-world games. Okay, one thing I demand, Star Wars. <laughs> Here's me as one of those demanding Star Wars fans down in the comments. <laughs> I demand at minimal three planets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yes. If and, I ever, for, if you ever fucking make a planet, one planet Star Wars game, you fail. And I swear I to God, one three. of them had better not. They had better not waste one on a sand planet. It's gonna be no, Gilbert. You know, fucking Tatooine's there. It was his Tatooine. Explore uh, Jakku. Two sand planets. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a new planet. It's gonna be like a sand planet on fire. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be like Jakku, or like Jakku or Tatooine, Hoth and Endor. Yeah. Okay, seriously. See, but at the same time, I fucking want Coruscant. Ooh, yeah, that'd be really cool. I think that would be dope as fuck to like explore. And then you can also like, hijack speeders and shit, and, and like the, explore um, the city of Coruscant that way. The Star Wars bounty hunter levels in Coruscant are really good. 
the Jedi Academy ones were also pretty, pretty nice and fun too. I dug those. And it would have been cool in thirteen thirteen if that ever came out. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the only Star Wars game I'd ever allow to be on one planet because there's just plenty to do. And then I went like, then I'd want a more of like, then I'm thinking like, I want Star Wars GTA. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in a speeder and run some <laughs> Trandoshans over <laughs> in front of a bar. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm honest, Seb, I don't want another another Jedi game. And I don't even think Ubisoft would be good at that because the the idea, like, if you look, the like the only really Ubisoft games that we oh, know of that know, have sword combat. Not, I'll tell you on that, Gilbert, because their fucking uh, Assassin's Creed shit, it's been oh, pretty no, tough. Their Assassin's Creed I'm games are awesome. Guys. But I just don't see them making a, a Jedi ver like if you want to make a move or a, or a video game where it's like realistic dueling and like a light a lightsaber could straight up chop you in half. That might be interesting, but I don't know, dude. I don't know if they have the balls for that. I think they're gonna do it. I think if they go the Jedi route, it's gonna be straight up like a, the only thing that's making me say no to that is just the particular developer. Mm. They already have experience in like guns and stuff, so I'm like, eh. And like I said, there's no jumping around. There was no like climbing on top of buildings or parkouring or anything like that. That was not one of these Ubi games. Does so, it have wait, to be open world though? Like, does it really have to be open world? I want an open world Star Wars game. I, I need something. I don't have. I don't have a game that I can like. Okay, I haven't. I was really disappointed in Cyberpunk because I was telling my friends and family, "Okay, I'm gonna say goodbye to y'all for a couple months because I'm gonna go live in Cyberpunk." And then once I started slowly walking around the city and fucking found out not only that it was ugly, but that there was nothing to do, <laughs> I was highly disappointed. I would like one Star Wars title where I can go just like peacefully live in the Star Wars universe and kind of go at you know things at my own leisure. And if I want to go fucking play cards with this guy over here. Or like, you know, or weird cup game with this alien. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I do want to experience Star Wars a little. I want to go up to some weird Star Wars vendors. So you want you know Rockstar I mean? Games to make a Star Wars game? Or like, well, uh, or like uh, what's it called? Uh, the people who made Oblivion. Beth so you want a Bethesda Star Wars game? It's an Indiana Jones game. Harrison, what are your thoughts on this and Ubisoft? Well, I... Anything to do with Ubisoft always comes down to I still do not have my Beyond Good and Evil 2 and you're not allowed to do anything else until I do. Oh my god, what if Beyond and Good and Evil 2 is just being like re-skinned <laughs> re like, as a Star Wars game? I would be upset. Well, maybe, because the thing is actually, like, if they made, if they essentially remade the first Beyond Good and Evil in a Star Wars skin, I, I'd love that Star Wars Ubisoft game. Because like that was like a nice kind of in between thing. If it had slightly open world elements to it, it was like really about exploring, about being in a place full of colorful alien characters, which Star Wars would lend itself fantastically to. All right, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like, no. you know, go ahead, Seb. I was gonna say I'm. I want everybody to make their prediction of what theme you think this is, because my brain, like, I feel like I'm hardcore predicting that bounty hunter thing. I think they want to scratch the everybody. Okay, because every, I want to let you know something. Everybody after the Mandalorian came out went and popped on uh, Old Republic and all started bounty hunter classes. Uh huh. <laughs> saw that posers. Like, I was playing bounty hunter before it was cool. <laughs> i think they're gonna want to definitely you know that was just such a huge thing it's such a huge culture thing and we're kind of done with the jedi right now uh we're gonna be messing with guns and loot and like creating our you know hopefully we'll get to like pick our own species my prediction this is gonna be some sort of co-op bounty hunter game hmm. all right maybe maybe set and if it is one planet set on coruscant and there's just plenty to do uh way too optimistic i'm like i'm fucking crossing my fingers right <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying on best case scenario <laughs> All right. to be honest, you should be praying every night that they make it some sort of mandalorian game because if they don't they're just going to make that mandalorian mobile game where you have to like collect bounty hunters and play with that and that will be the worst future are you saying like a Star Wars AR game? That's how they're getting into the AR business. <laughs> You're gonna go up to like a subway and collect your bounty. <laughs> I know it's gonna be worse than that. It's gonna be like that Marvel game that you played. It's just gonna be that. Oh, with Mandalorian. oh like uh, Strike Force or something like that. 
or like um, or like like all the Walking Dead mobile games that are going out at the moment. Those. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh. Yeah. No. See, I don't want to play as Mandalorian. That's why I'm saying like I kind of want something that allows me to add my own agency. You know what I, I mean? I also don't want to play as Mandalorian. I don't really know why, but I don't. Maybe if it were like <clears throat> the only way to want to play Mandalorian if it were a like a linear adventure and it was just like oh here's it's an episode of the mandalorian but in game form then i'd be like all right i bite but would you, would you play if mandalorian game if it was just red dead redemption no oh time i play that all right guys so my my prediction and i think this is because it, it needs to happen and because ubisoft could do it they need to make this imperial commando like they need to make this a straight-up sequel to the to republic commando and instead of it being first person, though, we make it third person. And you can, or or actually, fuck it, make it make it to where you can switch from third person to first person if you want. Yeah. <laughs> and just like they did with Red Dead Redemption, with they tried to do with Cyberpunk, just like they do with every other game in the world, just make it first or third, and then make yeah, open world, and and then also just for the fun of it, add add online because I think it'd be really fun to do that. <laughs> because I want to play a Star Wars game with you guys. That's yeah, cause, good. Because I want to have the I want to have the Fulcrum Squad <laughs> going around playing. <laughs> Well, and then you obviously there's going to be microtransactions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so and if then, you and, yeah, and use that want to like, go down the trooper route, then all your fucking clone or stormtrooper customization and helmet and paint jobs and fucking they exactly. can go fucking uh, what do you call it with it anthem and do like paint textures. And I have a chrome trooper, guys. I have a phasma trooper. What do you have? Avengers cool. Huh? What? What? Go for it. Taste. <laughs> oh, 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 cold-blooded. Yeah, I'm going to go the Doom route. It's going to be Assassin's Creed with Jedis, and it's going to be bollocks. It's going to be utter wank. Yeah. Doom route. This is, what, this is why they also announced the Machine Games thing, because I suspect they kind of know they're targeting two very different audiences. So there's the old people like me who complain about video games all day and haven't played an Assassin's Creed since 2 because, again, taste. Um, we'll get our machine games, Indiana Jones, we'll be very happy, and then the normies will get their Assassin's Creed with Star Wars skin on top, and they'll be happy, and I'll look at them across the aisle at GameStop or whatever's in business this time next year when these games get released and go, ew, peasants. See, I think I might pour 20 hours. (laughs) 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 Because I'm thinking of, like, Okay, if one thing... Okay, so I play... Which one was I doing? Uh, Oh, Origins. And the one thing, like, I know I'm just playing as this, like, Egyptian assassin, but the entire time I feel like I'm, like, an Egyptian superhero at the same time, you know what I mean? Because this guy's, like, kind (laughs) of... You know, he definitely has a ton of plot armor. So, (laughs) literal plot armor. But uh, as you're climbing across these buildings and jumping across, you can gain some momentum and things like that. And I'm like, okay, well, if you do some of that, like, quick Jedi running, like, leaping across buildings, hops, kind of samurai, or not samurai, but, like, ninja-esque, I don't know. Maybe they can pull off some fun lightsaber combat and some force powers. They already have it kind of under their belt that they've been doing this shit similar-ish. So at, at minimal, I mean, at worst, we can just get that with a painted coat over it you or you know with the star wars painted coat so to make it different though instead of pressing y to counter to win the fight you'll press x to counter to win the fight that's all i asked for (laughs) (laughs) i think i've got a small ass response for everything apparently so (laughs) jesus gilbert i think this is the last time we have It's like, you know what? I wasn't going to say that, but after all these anti-Assassin's Creed that I liked Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. How dare you, you heathen. This is why your people lost I know, the I war. I feel like we have to keep shaming him. Assassin's, three, three, Assassin's Creed 3 was cool. Well, I mean, well let's, not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Assassin's Creed 3 had many, many problems. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and, and well, Revelations was kind of shit too, but Brotherhood was awesome. Let's just, let's go with that. Yeah, everyone keeps telling me I should play for the pirate one because it's the most un Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. it very yeah, much is not. Yeah, it's yes. not. It's been not very. It's not at all like an Assassin's Creed game that you're used to. Yeah, it's I mean, all the it's that like that one. But uh, I uh, so this is the law. I rented the first game back in the day. Somewhat enjoyed it. Returned it to Love Film because that's a thing in the UK. 
Uh, I got the second one, and I was just like, about halfway through, I'm just like, I am bored. I don't care about these characters. This is wank. Why am I playing this? Why am I doing this over and over and over again? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, God. they do have those vibes to them, for sure. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to return this to Love Film and get something else. And I think they ended up sending me, uh, what did they send me? Then they sent me Condemned, Criminal Origin. I was like, this is great. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say no. what you say about me? Yeah, no, that game is, oh, dude, that game is messed up. The Condemned. I love that game, but oh, it's, it's so screwed up. It's, 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 it's schlock, but it knows what it wants to be, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Speaking of schlock that knows what it wants to be, I'm excited for what we're about to see because it's going to be, I don't know, it could either be terrible or it could be the best thing. That's the power of Nick Cage. Ooh. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you. That was a perfect transition because I think, I think this is a movie that knows what it wants to be, but at the same time, I'm like, is there a con? competent director behind it to not make a shitty like a what was that film they did the banana splits horror film <laughs> <laughs> what the do you guys see that one no. <laughs> yeah the banana splits from back in the day the hanna-barbera thing they they came out with, with like a five nights at freddy type of deal with that so this is definitely having that vibes but i'm like okay hopefully they've seen that saw that one shit and we'll <laughs> This could be a super dope movie. It seems kind of self-aware. He's playing the pinball machine. That The pinball machine gets its own character poster. Uh, I think it's one of those types of movies. Okay, I'm going to start in the middle first with Harrison. Because uh, you see, like, you're... I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super stoked. Yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. I, like, I've never um, enjoyed the Five Nights at Freddy games. Uh, just in terms of, like, playing them as games. Just not my back. Um, but I, lo I love the idea. It's a great horror idea. And then, like, someone goes, okay, you want yourself a little bit of Nicolas Cage sprinkled over that uh, theme park horror there? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so I I'm I'm so, hmm, how do I express the kind of weird version of ex oh. excited and scared and mildly horny that I get at movies like this? <laughs> no, I... See, I think the thing that hooked me 100%, and it's actually towards the beginning of the trailer, which is awesome. The whole premise of the thing is dude gets a flat tire. And Mr. Badass gets a flat flat tire. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it's something just totally plain and dumb. I'll fix your car if you, you know, fucking work a night here. And, uh, and that's the premise of the movie, basically. And I fucking dig it. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's supposed it to be. It makes me think of um, uh, Planet Terror. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is amazing uh, horror movie that's half of the Grindhouse block. It's that kind of schlock, and he pulled it off incredibly there. So th there's potential there. What are you thinking, Gilbs? All right. First of all, yes, Harrison, I agree. I saw Planet Terror as well, and I thought that that was actually really well done. However, this is not being directed by Robert Rodriguez, I don't think. And so with that in no, mind, yeah, I'm like, I don't think that th the fact that I'm that it, even with that, uh, you know, that summary of like, oh, this guy breaks down. He, he has to work one night here. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is almost exactly the, the plot of Five Nights at Freddy's. And then it has the same monsters, too. All it needs is someone getting stuffed into it, into a like a mechanical animatronic suit. And then I'm like, OK, you know, what? There, there's coincidence. There's play plagiarism <laughs> like someone should sue. Well, I think it is a. It's a parody on it, I guess. Yeah, something like that. But and but see, one thing I'm interested in is Nick Cage because you know I always love the good, the Nick Cagey goodness that he brings to any any movie. Like Ghost Rider was one of my favorites just because that of his transformation scene. <laughs> ah! Yeah, he starts laughing and screaming and yeah. It's like, also, the Wicker Man, not the bees. <laughs> yeah. um. My favorite Nicolas Cage scream is in Kick-Ass, where he's telling her what to do, and he's, Rabbit! Revenge! <laughs> yeah, dude, that was good. Oh, my God. There's so many good See, Nick Cage okay, moments. There is another layer over this movie, though, too, because I think for the Nick Cage is playing somebody that doesn't talk. Oh. So there's going to be a... Oh, my. Or doesn't say much. So... <laughs> So, it's so you're going to get a lot of physical... No, no, this is going to be fucking golden because we're going to get Nick Cage physical comedy. 
See, gorgeous. Nick Cage is the best worst actor of all time. That's I gotta look at it. Like think think about Kiss, was it the Vampire's Kiss, whatever it's called, where he's just going completely ballistic. Mm. Mm. And then compared to like Raising Arizona, where it's just him getting slapped in the face a bunch. But I was looking into this film, this for uh, Wally's Wonderland, whatever it's called, w- Willie's Wonder Wank. Um, the director is Kevin Lewis, right? So he hasn't directed anything since 2007. Hasn't worked in the industry since 2007. The last one he did was called The Third Nail, but the one in the same year here, at least in 06, is called The Drop, which is an eerily similar plot premise. A college student is hired to simply deliver a car to an L.A. parking garage. The job sounds too easy, so he checks the trunk and becomes a target of a secret war between forces of heaven and hell or after the contents of the trunk. Sounds It sounds like character gets easy, job that should be easy. It's not easy. There's some sort of supernatural battle going on. Oh, no. So now we've got quiet drifter locked in janitorial drop, cut flat tire, got to survive possessed animatronics. See... The thing for me is I I feel like I know what I'm getting here is the the deal of it all. You know what I mean? It's not like they're teasing us some amazing blockbuster. They pretty much show us what the fuck this thing is. And I'm like, it doesn't look great, but I think it's like that on purpose. Right. And then hopefully you well, okay, yeah. Did you guys ever see that movie Rubber? The 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 like that's like the, the, the fucking tire yeah the the teleconnect yeah. tire that like explodes people and shit like it, that is like one of the worst movies in the world but it's so good just because it's like it's it knows exactly that's a horrible movie and that's the point yeah kind of like when you get into this sort of like uh, realm of B movie horror you kind of have to put the your usual concepts of good and bad aside exactly uh, yeah they just don't you have no power here as they say in GOT. Yes, uh, I think one of my favorite bad movies of all time is Dracula 3000 for that exact reason. Well, when his head goes flying through the air and lands in the dumpster. No, Dracula 3000, the, um, the one with Coolio. Oh, three? three the B movie made by a bunch of Germans ripping off Dracula 2000, but they set it in space. They oh my god, what? Casper Van Dien and fucking Coolio, the rapper Coolio. It's fantastic. It's garbage, but it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, right. But uh, oh my god, yeah, it's like stuff like that. Um, or oh, have you guys seen Tammy and the T Rex? Never heard of that. No. Oh, good. Because I'm about to do a video on that one. I will say no more then. But yeah, stuff like that. I, I appreciate exactly what Harrison's saying. Like you've got to kind of look at it from that lens of so bad it's good, which this looks like it has the potential to be so bad it's good. It's just. How they play it, and I would want to watch this guy's last like film like this, the drop, or uh, anything else he's done to see if he, he if he can pull that off. Mm-hmm. I'm di- I'm looking at a lot of the the promotional images, and I dig the I dig the vibe they're going with it because I don't feel like I feel like Marvel movies and like. Uh, just basically, like the main companies only get this kind of like fun a- type of advertising now. You know what I'm saying with the character posters and these like in three days and these like these little these little teaser trailers that I used to get during like Super Bowl things and and fun little blockbusters to get excited for that weren't really ever attached to anything. Like it's not. I am appreciating from an advertising standpoint them giving it that attention. I, I thought there was an official website. I'm really bummed out. I, I don't know if it's not there, but <laughs> uh, uh, you know what I'm saying though? I'm like, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, like I miss character posters. I miss motion things. I miss little sound bites. I remember when I was little and like just the fun advertising and internet stuff they had with like the Jim Carrey's Grinch. You know what I mean? And that, that was just some fun, memorable, you know, mm-hmm. kinds of. Uh, Before Disney kind of had to buy everything and formulate everything for the same four or five marketing stunts. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I yeah. think like the fact that we have like this interesting marketing um, collateral for this uh, movie, like gives me hope that it's going to be good because it, at least there is someone who is involved with this that kind of knows what they're doing. There's at least like a marketing person who goes, we need to make sure that everyone who loves Five Nights at Freddy's sees this and realizes what we're doing because it'll get us people in theaters or well, not theaters, you know, downloads, streams, whatever. Um, and at least if, if there's one person constant within the business, there might be more. It just makes me just a little bit hopeful. Yeah. I, 
See, uh, what I'm I'm willing to give it a try because like I don't I, like, I I know nothing about this director and like you, like with the whole Nicolas Cage taking a different t- uh, take on his normal like acting style. I don't know. It sounds like they're trying to do something different here, or or they're at least they're trying to do something like maybe unexpected. And I'm and I'll give it a try. I get I, I maybe who knows? Maybe it turns out to be like the greatest horror movie we've ever seen in our lives, and not, not <laughs> even like sarcastically or like ironically. Maybe it's like oh my god, this is the this is like better than I, I don't know. Name a horror movie. Chucky. <laughs> sure. Why? It's better than it's better than than uh, the the what's it called? The original Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> But, I mean, I mean, is that what it's streaming on yet, or is it just "quote unquote" on demand? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's very vague. <laughs> oh, this whole movie's vague. What if it's just an advertising ploy and they just made a fun little trailer? It's not even real. <laughs> They're just gonna take your money on release day. <laughs> yeah, here's here's, here's uh, this thing. It's five dollars. Give me five dollars. Okay, fuck you. Leave me alone. Next. <laughs> They've done That's it before. The gaming industry, isn't it? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's sixty dollars though. Hey man, you want to try some? Uh, you want to try some live service games, man? <laughs> hey, hey kids, hey kids, hey kids, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna buy Destiny? <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Destiny. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure. Some people have lollipop chainsaws. Their guilty pleasure. Mine is Destiny. Wait, lollipop chainsaws considered a guilty pleasure? <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say, Sam. Like, what the hell? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold your roll. Hold, that was Suda51. Oh. Suda51, No More Heroes. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we know Suda51, yeah. We just remember what you said earlier about taste. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, my oh. God. This oh. Is- oh. Oh. Battle of the Brits wow. up in here. <laughs> I have that coming, yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff, good stuff. All right. All right, so we, we talked about a lot of things today that have, uh, you could look with, um, you can look at all these things with some rose-colored glasses and hope for the best. Um, most likely... I think there's a pretty good chance that maybe one of these three things will be good. So I think I need it up to you guys down in the comments, which one's going to be the best out of all these. We have an Indiana Jones game made by Machine Games, Bethesda. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm kind of leaning towards that one too. Don't we also have the Ubisoft Star Wars game? But like I said, guys, for anyone that wants to just customize a Jedi... It's gonna be said in the High Republic. We'll just want <laughs> get over with it. And then uh Willie's Wonderland. It's it's a Nick Cage horror movie. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. It's just Five Nights at Freddy's. Also the name Willie's Wonderland, isn't that like something that Wood Rocket would do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, Seb. So I think we are we ready to wrap it up here then? I think we've covered it today. I'm scared. I'm scared to see what comes out of these actually. But also, <laughs> also at the same time, it's like those those deep web videos. You can't look away. You gotta you gotta stay and finish them to the end. So we're gonna keep covering them, everyone. <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> on further developments. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Fulcrum Report. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, bell notification, uh, comment below, and let us know what you think of all the topics today and also what you think of our new guest, Adam. Um, go check out his uh, channel. But uh, thank you, guys. I am Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Uh, thank you, Gilb, so much for showing up. It was uh, awesome uh, continuing the podcast with you. Uh, where can we follow you and plugs? Oh, our lore, Star Wars lore or something? Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, I will mention that in a moment. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So yes. Yeah, so, uh, thank you all for having me. I am like I, like he said. I am Gilbert. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And uh, yeah, if you want to see something that me, Harrison, and, and Sebastian here had uh, something to deal with, uh, go check out the Lore Master because he just released uh, one of our one of our videos, the uh, Django Fett Star Wars audio comic. Or yeah, excuse me, the Star Wars Age of Republic uh, Django Fett audio comic. 
that yeah that first released on Star Wars audio comics and yeah now it's on the lore master so <laughs> you know exposure go check that out amazing one and it's just really neat too to have the the hard work of our voice actors and, and our our wonderful editor Gilbert to like be seen by that many more eyes so it's really awesome for lore master to and I think that's the first one of of ours that we've that's been up on the channel so that was kind of surreal yeah so yeah shout out to lore master <laughs> uh thank you so much harrison for being on today's episode it was really awesome having you where can we follow you and plugs 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 so Twitter plugs, and plugs. at harrison bullman um i do not have much to plug these days uh, i am having a little quiet period here at the beginning of 2021 so please just go over uh, to the star wars audio comics channel and over to the lore master channel anywhere where our content is being shown and just go check out the videos that I was in. I've been in a, a few things, and um, I am eagerly awaiting their release as you are. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and uh, thank you so much, Adam, for sh showing up today. Uh, you guys can go check him out on the... Uh, <laughs> I just had it up. Technical uh, Cake Mix. Technical YouTube.com slash Technical Cake Mix. Yeah, no, take it away, sir. Thank you so much. Twitter.com slash Tech Cake Mix. I mean a lot. It was really awesome having you on. It was awesome to hear your your take on things and to uh to <laughs> Yeah, for me to bring the mood right now. <laughs> and and you know, I here I thought when when we were up and replaced Marshall or uh, no, we didn't replace not, but when we up and got a new guy, I thought, okay, maybe I won't have another right no, and now I have another rival. And it's even worse. He's he is like if if freaking Marshall is Lex Luthor, this guy is dark side. <laughs> Wow. Okay. No, I was gonna say Adam makes Gilbert sound positive. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, good stuff. No, it was really awesome. Uh, this is this has been really neat, and uh, I, yeah, I, I'm just uh, really excited about the growth of our channel through 2021, and uh, I hope to uh, continue to uh, network with. Um, just all kinds of really neat people and hopefully showcase some uh, really cool channels on here. So like I said, go check out Technical Cake Mix. But this has been Fulcrum Entertainment's Fulcrum Report. Bye, everybody. <laughs>